Welcome to the ministries of Bavoni Baptist Church, where we worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, bear before Him in all the earth. Where the pastor is Robert Nelson. Be blessed by the sermon that you're about to hear today. to read just one one verse of scripture this morning to amen put things in context for us first Peter chapter 2 verse 21 first Peter 2 verse 21 For even hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. Wow. Christ suffered for us. And has left us an example that we should follow in his steps. I want to talk today on the, 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 the problem of, of suffering. Now, I, I, I started some time ago and uh, somehow I didn't follow through, but it's a it's like a mini-series with uh, like uh, three, three messages. Um, you know, why, why does God allow us to suffer? And uh, the reason why there is suffering or the cause of suffering. And then the, the third message would be how to prepare ourselves for suffering. Now, I, I, I thought to myself, you know, we hear a lot of speakers you know, teach us how to prepare ourselves for success and how to prepare ourselves for these things and all this. But uh, the Bible teaches that we should prepare ourselves for suffering. <laughs> oh, Lord. Might not be the most pleasant thing to think about, but Peter said, as Christ suffered for us in the flesh, Arm yourself likewise. Uh-huh. Oh. So you would like us to go. Looking at this uh, problem of suffering. We, we know that this is something that is as old as, you know, uh, humankind. And the constant question that people ask, why, why does... Uh, a loving God allow his children to suffer. And, and, and I submit to us that there are many who have turned from following the Lord because of suffering. Because somehow somebody gave them the impression 
that once you start out with Jesus, everything is just smooth and nice and you just rejoice unto glory and there would be no, no bumps in the road, nothing, just smooth sailing. But that's not Christianity. That's not what the Bible teaches. That's some person's philosophy, some person's idea of what, what it should be like. But Jesus tells us something entirely different. Mm. Problem of suffering. And as we think about us as believers, then we, we ask ourselves, how can, how can our suffering, how can the things that we go through, the hardships in life, how can they be beneficial to us as Christians? How? Sister told us of this, uh, this other sister who prayed and said, Lord, uh, Give me patience. And then the other pointed out from uh, the scripture that it's tribulation that results in patience. Say, no, I, I don't want the tribulation part, but I want the patience. And all of us would want to have it that way. Can I get an amen? It's true. When it comes to hardship, we... We try to avoid it as much as we can. And I don't blame you. And you shouldn't blame me. It's just who we are as human beings. But in this Christian pathway, suffering is inevitable. For, for Paul tells us that those who will live godly in Christ, they're going to suffer. So how can we uh, see suffering as something that is beneficial to us? As this. And I want to submit to us this morning that our suffering, when we approach them with the right mindset, they keep this world from becoming too attractive to us. Mm. The Bible tells us that we are pilgrims, we are foreigners. This, this is a temporary place for us. We are passing through. Mm. That God has something better for us. That God has prepared something better for us. If there were no suffering, none of us would aspire for the better. Oh, Lord. None of us would pay any attention and prepare ourselves for what God has prepared for us. We would just become contented here. And we wouldn't want to leave. Oh, Lord. We wouldn't want to leave. We would have just laid our anchor here and said, that's it. But God has so, so ordered it 
that as we go along from day to day, we encounter some bumps in the road and these bumps cause us to really look up. To, to, to understand, to realize that this world is not our home. That God has prepared a better place for us. So our suffering, suffering that we encounter, keeps this world from being too, too attractive to us. Oh, Lord. As we, as we suffer, as we struggle, we begin to pull up our anchor a little. And say, so, no, this, this cannot be all there is to it. God has prepared a better place for us. Peter says, we are strangers. Peter says we are pilgrims passing through this land. The writer of Hebrews says, Here we have no continual city, but we seek one. Mm -hmm. Beautiful Paul says to struggling believers in 2 Corinthians 5 1. We know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle be dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. If there were no suffering, none of us would desire that better place that God has for us. But God in his divine wisdom has so ordered things that as, as time progress and as we live on for a while, uh, the, 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 the world and its attraction uh, begin to, to change somewhat. And at a certain point in our lives, it is very, very attractive but as, as, as life and as time progress, it begins to lose its, its attractiveness to us. Because we're realizing that this is not all there is to it. I think all of us would conclude that in our youth we would want to live forever. Oh Lord, give me an amen, somebody. But, but, but we, we also need to understand that youth is a very brief transition in life. So after you would have passed through that then, or that period, then you start living real life. Oh, Lord. Mm. We hear people talk today about eternal youth and all of those things that they try to get your money to, um, to send you your money and so that they can, you know, trick you out of your money and promise you eternal youth. Youth is a brief transition in life. And, 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 and many, when we, when we are there, we, we love it there. Oh, Lord. But as we begin to live and move on further, we get to understand, oh, there is more to it. Ah, there is more to it. Oh, Lord. There is more to life. Because as we live on and look back and say, man, if I had known what I know now, if I knew it then, am I talking to somebody? Oh, Lord. 
I would have never done that that way. I would have never, uh, never, never do that if I had known then what I know now. The point I'm making is that many of us would want to remain in that state if it were possible. But as we begin to move on in life, this world begins to lose its attraction. Ecclesiastes talk about uh, the old man looking out through the window and you start needing glasses to help you to see. Oh, Lord. Oh, sir. The, the eyes, they're not as strong as they used to be. And, uh, Lord, the, the, the things that we used to enjoy, those chewing the strong, oh, Lord. The, the teeth are not that strong again. And so we have to kind of change our, our diets. My talking to us. Because that is life. If God had not ordered it this way, then none of us would really want to move on to the better things that he has prepared for us. But he has so structured it that soon and very soon we get tired of this old world. Tired of the trouble and the trial once I'm right and say, I want to go to heaven and rest. Just want to get over it. Mm. Suffering. That's what I'm talking about. Suffering. That God allows us to suffer. I'm talking about us Christians in this context. That we would focus our attention on the better things that he has gone to prepare or he has prepared for us. Mm. Oh, Lord. Suffering can bring out the best in us. That's the second thought. Suffering can bring out the very best in us. See, suffering has that ability to rip away from us all those things that are movable. <clears throat> that when it's all over, the only thing that is left is the thing that cannot really change. That's us. Suffering can remove all of those things, all of the things we were hiding under. Suffering can remove all of them and left us bare that when somebody sees us, they see the real person. Mm. In times of suffering, times of disaster, we see the best of people. We see the best. People begin to understand that the things that they once thought were of utmost importance, that they're not really that important anymore. And people begin to become or get more kind and, 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 and loving and considerate of others, all because of 
suffering. Suffering helps us to identify ourselves with people in their struggles. Mm. Because you have been there, and when you meet somebody who is there, you can empathize with them because you've been there. Amen. And because you have been there, you can help them uh, to take another step. You say, you know, I was there. I know what it is like. I know the heartache. I know the struggle. But God helped me out. And the same God who helped me out of my distress is able to help you out of your distress. Hmm. Every one of us Christian, each of us has a story. There are some things that the Lord brought us through. Some challenge, some difficulty, some struggle, something that caused suffering. God wants us to use our experience to help others as they go through life. Now, Many of us wouldn't want anybody to know that we have been there. Am I talking to somebody? And we would want to give the impression that everything has been always well with us. Life has always been well, a smooth sailing. And because somebody is dealing with some struggles, some challenges, it's as if they are all alone. It's like it's something that is foreign to you. But you have been there. God wants you to use your experience to help that person. To help somebody who goes through the same thing or who is going through the same thing that you have gone through. God wants us to use our struggles to be a blessing to others, to encourage others. And so we have to be honest with ourselves. And we have to strive from time to time to be transparent. Set aside the cloak. I wouldn't say the mask, because you have to wear a mask. But set aside the cloak. Amen. And our real selves. This is who we really are. I've been there. I struggled there at one time, but God helped me. And because God helped me, I know that God can help you too. Mm. Suffering can bring out the best in us. Paul, the great apostle, he writes in Romans Chapter 5, verse 3 and 4. He says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation works patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And then he said, This hope does not make us ashamed, for the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Amen. Amen. I, I am not... I wouldn't uh, tell you that I was expecting a lot of amen and hallelujah, a message like this, if you're talking about suffering. But I think it is important that all of us 
God's children understand. Amen. That this package that we have now embraced, this, this new covenant that we have entered into with our God, that suffering is a part of it. God can use suffering when we approach it with the right attitude to silence his enemies. Mm. And one, one notable figure that comes to mind as we think about this is our brother Job. That Satan said to God, Job is only serving you because of what he can get out of you. Because you have blessed him. And you have built this fence and all that around him. That's why he's serving you. But if you remove those things, then it's a whole different story. But God proved him wrong through his servant Joel. Can I get an amen? Mm. God desires to silence foolish men through our suffering. Listen to what the word says in 1 Peter 2.15. For so it is... Or so is the will of God that with well-doing you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Those who accuse us to, to tell us that our, our faith is not really that valid, it's not anything, it's, it's all because of what we can get. That God bless us and as a result we are serving him. But when our attitudes are right as it relates to suffering, the challenges that we encounter, and we go through them, amen, by the grace and help of God, we are able to put to silence the ignorance, the foolish, because they have nothing to say. So our lives become living witnesses, living evidence, that there is more to our serving God than what we get out of it. Can somebody say amen? There is more to our commitment than simply the material blessings that God gives to us. Mm. The truth be told, there are many who serve God and serve Him faithfully who have not experienced a whole lot of material blessing. Uh, they have not. And it's not that they have not, or they did not try. They tried. But for some reason, they did not. Uh, but they are blessed nevertheless. Because the blessing of God is not just the material things that we may acquire in this life, there is a lot more to it, amen, than just the things that we are able to obtain while we walk this pilgrim pathway. And so that is the reason why as, as Christians we need to have the right attitude when it comes to suffering. 
understand that God used our struggles from time to time to be a blessing to us, to be a blessing to others, and to bring about his glory. Mm. Suffering makes us appreciative. Mm. It is common for us from time to time to take for granted what God has blessed us with. To take for granted the blessing of good health. It's natural for us. And we just believe it's all right because a daily basis, on a daily basis, we get up, we go, and we're gone. It's fine. And we can take it for granted. But when a little sickness comes our way and God takes us through it, and then we look back, amen. We can say, thank you, Lord. Going forward, we can say, thank you, Lord, for good health. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We take a whole lot of things for granted. Right now, there are millions of people who are struggling to breathe. Just think about it. Struggling to just catch a breath. And we breathe freely. Oh, Lord. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say thank you, Lord? There are so many. Sometimes you, 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 your heart aches when you look at the television, look at the news, and they give the report and hear people, how they struggle trying to catch a breath and they just cannot breathe. I said, thank you, Lord, for the air that we breathe. Mm. Suffering makes us more appreciative and sometimes it's not our suffering it could be the suffering of others because god wants us to learn from others oh lord it's not every experience you need to have yourself to learn from oh how how can i better say it and especially to young people you don't have to experience everything that others experience to learn from that experience. You look at others. Say, man, they made that decision and the end result was that. I'm not going to make that decision because I don't want to end up that way. Am I talking to somebody? Mm. We need to look at others. And learn from. Oh Lord. Look at good examples. And we also look at bad examples. We look at those who did the right thing. And see how they, their lives turn out. Man I would want to be like that person. I would want to. Amen. And, and so we, we observe how they did things. That caused them to end up the way they did. On the other side. Other hand, we look at those who make not so good decisions 
and the end result. You say, well, I, I don't want to, I don't want to experience that. I don't want to experience that. You know, there, 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 there is a, an evil that I have spoken about against time and time again that I've seen with uh, in churches where uh, some young person uh, left the house of God, left the church, and they went out and God showed them mercy and God rescued them in certain situation and then they come back and they testify and then there are others who want to have their experience so that they can have their similar type of testimony. That is foolish. That is foolish. And I'm saying that especially for young people listening. That is foolish. Thank God that he extended mercy to them and bring them back. But you stay on course. Remain faithful. Continue on for the Lord. Amen. You don't need to have their testimony. That's their testimony. Uh, I've also seen where those who make a mess of life and God rescue them, they turn around being the experts. And then my question is always, well, what happened to those who have been faithful in doing? That's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. But suffering can make us more appreciative. Mm. Because apart from struggling, some struggle that we encounter time and time again, we, we are prone to take things for granted. But when we realize that it could have been otherwise, we start to give God thanks and to give God praise for what he has blessed us with. One of the good things that suffering does for us Christians, it causes us to depend on God. Oh yes, it causes us to depend on God. When you find yourself in a situation and your friends cannot help you, your relatives cannot help you, might be even a medical situation and the doctor says, well, I've done all that I can. It's about all that I can do. Then you realize, I need to depend on God because he is the only one that can help me. Mm. One of the things that we do when suffering comes our way, one of the first things we do is we start examining ourselves. To make sure that there is nothing between our soul and our Savior. Am I talking to somebody? We, we start examining ourselves. To make sure that, amen, everything is right. Did I miss anything? Did I, was there something that I needed to do that I haven't done? We start examining ourselves. To make amends if necessary. Suffering causes us to... Depend on God. Because in certain situations, our friends, our loved ones, our families can only go thus far. Uh, they love us. 
They care a lot about us, but they can only go this far. But God goes all the way. Hallelujah. He's able to go all the way with us. All the way. And we give God thanks and we give God praise. Hallelujah. Suffering causes us from time to time to depend on God. Depend. We pray more. During time of suffering, we pray more. And, and, and our prayer is more sincere. Because there is a reason. There is something that, amen, we, we, we need to see. We need a result. And we need it now. As opposed to praying and it's just left, you know, we just pray for praying's sake. But when suffering comes to we start praying, there is a specific situation that we need to be rescued from. And we know when we have been rescued. Amen. So we, we are seeking, we are interceding. We are sincere in our praying. Because we need to be delivered. Causes us to depend more on God. To trust Him more. Amen. To realize that He's our only help. He's our only source. He's the only one who can help us. Out of our situation. Nobody else can help us. Except our God. And so suffering. Makes us more sympathetic last of all. Our suffering. Causes us to bear with others. Because we have been there. We have an idea of what they are dealing with. Mm. We, we kind of know what it is that they are going through. I think 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4 brings this out so vividly for us. So blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Listen to verse 4. Who comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Mm. So because we have been there, because we have gone through some things, we know how to comfort those who are going through the similar situation. So we have been there. We know what it is. Because of our suffering, we learn how to pray. Mm -hmm. We learn how to lay hold on God. Ah. We understand that he knows everything. It's not that we are telling him a story. It's that we are seeking his deliverance. We are asking him to help us, to deliver us from out of our situation. Mm. Suffering. God allows it to come our way as Christians 
God has a reason. God has a reason why he allows us to go through various troubles and trials. So, Peter says, Christ suffered for us and he has thus left us an example that we should follow his steps. Hmm. When Paul realized the importance of Christ's suffering, he testified. He said, oh, his spirit cried out. He said, I want to know him. I want to know this Jesus and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. I, I want to identify with him in his suffering. Oh, Lord. Peter says he has left us an example that we should follow his steps. Paul says, I, I want to know him. I, I want to know him in his suffering. I really want to. I want to share in it. Oh, Lord. Most of us try to run from it. Paul said, I want to share in it. In the fellowship of his suffering. And be made conformable unto his death. So the problem of suffering, my brothers and sisters, is something that God allows. And we see different reasons why he allows it to come our way. Mm, we see different reasons. All for his glory. For our benefit. We may not see it right now. Amen. But God has a plan. So when you suffer and you ask God, why me? Probably we should also ask, but why not me? Mm. Why not me? God's pure and holy Son, Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, has never done anything wrong. He's known as the suffering Savior. Peter says, follow in his steps. Arm yourself likewise. Be of the same mind. Because suffering is a part of the Christian pathway. Mm. Suffering is a part of this journey that we are on. And we cannot really escape it. So let us just allow God to lead us. And plead God's mercy and his grace on a daily basis as we go through our different trials and our different struggles. Mm. O oh God and our Father, we say thank you for the truth of your word. There are many of us, Lord, who are of the opinion that as Christians, 
We should never go through any, any difficulty, any challenge. Because somebody gave us the wrong impression about what Christianity is all about. But, oh God, I pray today that as we open your word and we saw from your word that your Son, our Savior, has suffered and has left us an example that we should follow his steps. Help us, oh God, as we go through our suffering, as we deal with our trials, our challenges, our situation, Lord, that we will just cast all of our cares upon you, knowing that you care for us, that we'll humbly bow ourselves before you and allow you, Lord, to lead us, to guide us, to direct us in the path that you, Lord, would have us to go. I pray for somebody today who might be going through some hardship, some difficulty, might not be handling it well, because they do not fully understand it. I pray, dear God, that you would help this person. Help this person to understand your promise. And that your promises are true. That you will never leave, neither will you forsake us. That amid our struggles, amid our suffering, Lord, you are right there with us. I pray that somebody would find great peace today amid their struggles, amid their suffering. Oh God, hear our prayers. Pray there's somebody listening to this message, Lord, who have not yet surrendered to you. Pray, oh God, that you would bring to their heart, bring to their mind the joy of knowing Jesus. To know that we have somebody who would bear with us in our struggles, in our trials. Help somebody, O oh God, to escape the wrath that is to come. They would understand that now, today is the day of salvation. And now is the accepted time. Bless we pray, Lord. We give you thanks. We give you praise, O oh God. For it is you who tell us that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. And somebody today, Lord, who is not yet saved, I pray they would bow their hearts and say yes to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glorify yourself, we pray. In our hearts and in our lives. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And amen. Praise the name of the Lord. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you. Let us stand. Let us stand to be dismissed. I hear the Savior say, Thy strength Indeed is small, child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me thine all in all. Jesus made it all. all 